Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Got a special show for you, but real quick, if you haven't done it, go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster. Just amazing barbecue, as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. I, a lot of people have been waiting for this, and I, I broadcast legend, that's what he told me to say. Darren McKee, otherwise known as a DMAC. Hey, but real quick, before we get in with DMAC, why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, this fall, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the book next door. Just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And right now, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code Mile High. So go ahead and bet with the best and use promo code Mile High this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, D-Mac. He's holding up his, his Broncos coffee mug because he's fresh from the presser of Sean Payton. That's right, Scott. When you talk to a coach, you hold up his corresponding team mug. It's it's the proper thing to do. A lot of people don't do it, and they're amateurs. Okay. <laughs> it's pure respect. Uh, it, one thing that I want to get into is classic DMAC got fired again. Huh? huh? How you doing? Scotty, 10 times. I don't know. I guess 10. Hey, Scott, Scott, what, what will I have to use for number 11? You know, uh-huh. I mean, you know, eh? oh, I could do that. Oh, you that, could do, yeah, two fingers. That, like, way more sense than what I was thinking about. So, yeah, that actually, uh, yeah, yeah, it sucks, man. It was, um, it sucks. It's happened before. It hasn't happened in a long time, though. And uh, I'm, I'm here. I, I have no plans to go anywhere. We're off to the next adventure. And I'm kind of traveling down and trying to catch up with this world, man, the podcast world, the digital world, uh, just to see what's what. I mean, you've done such an amazing job um, doing all this stuff for now. Man, how many years has it been? I mean, we're talking years for you, right? that i've been doing the podcast i yeah it's going on my third year that's awesome next, in april and it, it it wasn't planned i just i yeah. just got to the point where it needed to happen and i left uh didn't get fired yeah <laughs> like some other people Daddy, that was not the case with me i uh I, <laughs> you, you you had a quite a bit more independent decision making than i had on that one but, you know, okay, it, it is what it is. Um, I've been through it before and, and just got to, you know, one day at a time, figure it out. Yeah, you'll, you'll, I, I, I talked about it previously. I, I have no question that you'll bounce back perfectly fine. I got, uh, the, so my parents, um, Peter and Eileen, Peter and Eileen in Boston, they're, 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 uh, they're into this stuff and they're, they're following everything. And they did call me about you. <coughs> And they said something about the, uh, who is that uh, Scott DeHuff? Uh, what is he? Uh? And then they said, goes, yeah, he said something bad about you. And what I'm like, I, I don't know. And I tried to get an 87-year-old man to tell me something bad that was actually said. And uh, he, I probably did, DMAC. I don't know. Sometimes stuff just comes out of my mouth. And then afterwards, I'm like, 
should I have said that or did should I have clarified that? And I'm like, that's eh, fine. Who's listening? I don't know, but they they were they were light on the specifics, so I'm I'm not that overly concerned about it. But but I will just let you know. I mean, there's been uh, overwhelmed so much response, but Scott, you got you made the cut. You made the Peter and Eileen cut in terms of uh, uh, people they were interested in. So uh, you know, to you, like that. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I'm trying to think of a Boston accent. Harvard Yard. Yeah, hey, you just go all Kennedy too, or uh, uh, you know, one small step for man, one one my clam chowder, <laughs> clam chowder, Duncan Dwami, Dwami. That's all I got. That's all I got. You're welcome. Moving aside from your um, your exit, the Denver Broncos. This is like the biggest thing. I wasn't really expecting to talk with you that much about the Broncos. But after getting smashed 70 to 20 <coughs> point loss, everybody's calling for the head of Vance Joseph. Yeah. You just listened to Sean Payton's press conference this morning. I did. I did. What are your thoughts on this, DMAC? Well, I'm looking at my notes here from uh, Coach Payton. Um, he he wouldn't comment if anybody's job was in jeopardy, and he, he wouldn't say anything like that. He did talk about grit, like you have to have a certain amount of grit in certain situations. And I followed it up and I asked him, well, okay, uh, what's the grit level of your players and your coaches? And right now they're not quite sure, you know, where that is. He, he doesn't really have a lot of comparables either. I mean, he's had bad games that they've had to come back from. But, I mean, nothing like this, Scott. This hasn't happened no team has allowed 70 points, Scott, since 1966. So there, there are some players that, um, you know, they got – it's kind of all those cliches about stepping up and all this. But, Scott, what, what do you do when something is so historic, when something happens that just has never happened? Well, that's the thing. You think about it not just in the the, the sports world. Think about that in any sort of industry – if you have an epic fail like that, you have to make changes. And, and it would be wrong for them not to. But what are those changes? That's what's what's crazy is like everybody, like I said, is calling for Vance Joseph's job. I don't know if that's going to fix it. It, it You see, you watched that game. There was a lot of players that just seemed like, and I hate to say it, but it seemed like they just gave up. And, and you're like, what the hell's going on? So well, Sean, Payton, Sean Payton did point out a couple of things that 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 might be legit. So the Dolphins um, go for it on fourth down, don't get it. The Broncos are in scoring position, and they go backwards. And in addition, in the first half, um, there were two penalties that stopped touchdowns. Judy scored and Sutton scored, and there were two penalties that brought both of them back both on Brandon Johnson. So listen, you, you'd like to think, well, shoot, I mean, that's just halfway through the game. But the the downside of those moments is kind of this belief that we're not going to win. We're not going to make this happen. And then Cortland Sutton fumbled. Uh, and then bad. And then, then it was kind of ridiculous. Then the final score didn't seem to matter. And you could make the argument, yeah, they, they quit. <laughs> they quit, Scott, because they had no chance in the second half. So they just sort of allow things. And if Mims doesn't make a pretty great play, I mean, the final score could be worse. And the Dolphins could have punched it in again 
at the end of the game if they if they really wanted to. So it's a little bit it's a little bit of two things. It's a little bit of like, okay, coach, I, I understand what you're saying, and that's a pretty valid point because if you can keep up in a high scoring game, maybe you got a shot. But it's also assuming that you were going to be able to keep up and those things or something else wasn't going to happen. And the reality of the situation is, yes, of course, VJ's part of it. But, like, the whole team, Scott, is part of it. it it's, it's not just VJ. The one thing that I would advocate for, you've had so much change. And while the defense was not ready and not good, what was good? What was ready for the Broncos? And whether you lose by one run or 100 runs, a loss is still a loss. What, what matters more probably in this situation, Scott, seriously, is how they bounce back against the Bears. Uh, the Bears are terrible. It's a road game. If you're going to win a road game, I mean, this would set up well for it. If you struggle against the Bears, Scott, I, I think you'll, you'll, have more of, you'll have more grounds to make more significant changes. So I know it's crazy because it's natural just to say fire everybody. But I'd sit here today and say, hey, man, without consistency, you've got nothing. And you screwed up as a team. You may as well try to fight back as a team. That's, that's my perspective on it. Yeah, it, it's, it was so freaking embarrassing to watch that game. And, and, and we've gone through some shit years with the Denver Broncos. I mean, think about it. With the exception of the Peyton Manning era, by the way, if you subtract Peyton Manning coming to the Denver Broncos, think about that long stretch from them winning Super Bowl 33 to now. I mean, we're, we're just in a big hot pile of, of poo uh, that is the Denver Broncos. I know. I almost said shit, but I didn't, DMAC. Uh, I know you have virgin ears. This is the Huff Uncensored. Fuck, man. <laughs> it burns. Um, but so it, it's it's really sad. And, and then when you mix in the fact that the, the CU buffs got throttled by right. Oregon, which I, I got to be honest, I think a lot of us saw that coming. I mean, they, yeah. they played three basic so, teams. God, follow me on this. I get fired. Headline. The buffs get boat raised by the Ducks. Uh, maybe another boat race, jet boat race there with the old Broncos in a historic fashion. And I don't know if you even caught this. The Rockies lost their 99th game. They've This is the most losses they've ever had. And I think they got like seven games to go. So um, what a week. I'm just saying you were the beginning of that thread being pulled. And then that's a that's just chaos for Colorado. I mean, way to go, guys. You start. I'm not going to say anything. No, I almost did. I almost it, did. It was clearly for for me personally and for fans of Colorado teams. You know, it was a, it was a, a pretty rough week for sure. Absolutely. But not here to get down in the mire, are we, Scotty? Scott DeHuff, are we are we here to be all bummed out, or are we here to look at the bright side of life? No, the bright side of life is I actually have the technology to tell you. Uh, what Sean Payton allegedly actually meant to say to the media today. Here we go. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. There you go. A lot of people don't have that technology. I have that on this program, DMAC. You're welcome. Mm. <laughs> I'm dumb. All right. You know what we need to do, DMAC? We What's need up? to jump into we need to jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so uh, going through some headlines, uh, Usher was announced as a Super Bowl halftime show entertainment, mm. uh, it, and it's been kind of a split reaction. You either love it or hate it, which is kind of just the way it goes with Super Bowl uh, halftime shows anyway. What are your thoughts on that, and who do you think is the ideal, if you could pick anybody right now that's alive, uh, who would you pick? as the Super Bowl halftime show? Well, clearly it would be Taylor Swift. And not that I root root for the Chiefs, but, I mean, can you imagine a, a halftime show where she's performing and, and Travis is there as well? Um, you know, like, he comes out still in uniform and is part of the halftime show because they clearly are a couple. So, <laughs> so my vote would go Taylor Swift. If not Taylor Swift, <laughs> jazz fusion combo Spyro Gyra. <laughs> wow it's like you're inside my mind that's exactly what i was thinking holy poop listen you either get taylor swift with her songs or you get you know a sweet jay beckenstein uh saxophone solo during morning dance it's so funny because like i made some random comment i was just like usher just seems so out of left field i just didn't i forgot he ex he was a performer well, it one of these guys who has way more hits than you think of probably none of which you can name but it's it's one of these dudes where like every single song is like oh yeah okay yeah that like that plus of course these halftime shows scott it's it's that guy but there's all there's always you know a, a ton of other people too i i think usher's cool that's that's fine by me i like usher it'll probably be a good show i personally like more of the rock type vibe and i would love to see a band like say kings of leon or something like that go up there but that being said i don't, I don't it's never gonna happen I don't uh, think. for the dead let's bring it out play a little uh song for the dead for uh for the halftime show i'd be all into that oh gosh uh a woman this is so dumb a woman in sardina italy paid 200 dollars for a lobster a lobster and then she set it free into the sea what because <laughs> she's like some like you know, PETA type you know person. That lobster that once it comes out of the sea for that long will instantly die once you put it back into the sea. Like it will, it's just, it's not going to live anymore. It, it will, it will literally starve to death. That she, she actually sent that, amazingly, she sent that lobster to a more painful death. Oh, that's what a bitch. Oh my God. I don't know. Sure she didn't quite know that, but you know, um, the, the lobsters that you see in the little cages before they're eaten, this is my lobster expertise from the old Boston area. They're on life support. You know, you're you're not really eating the, the healthiest of lobsters <laughs> at, at that point. I, I visited uh, Maine once, and the freshness of the lobsters out there was insane. And then um, you come back to Colorado. Believe it or not, I can beat you on that one. My brother has his lobster license and had 10 lobster pots. We literally went out with him, pulled the lobsters up from the bottom of the ocean, took them directly back to his house and just scooped lobster meat like, like you couldn't believe. <laughs> it's, like, it's literally, uh, unless we actually cracked the lobster open on the boat without cooking it, there was no way to have fresher lobster than that. And it's funny because I didn't realize there was such a big difference. And obviously, yeah, you do have me beat. But 
to to go to the East Coast and and eat fresh lobster. Yeah, it, it's insane. It's it's not red lobster. <laughs> it's so much better. So hey, much. in uh, Bangor, where were you in Maine, there, Scott? Where? I was in I was in uh, I was in Portland. Portland, Portland, Maine. Yeah, that's where yeah. the big store is there with all the uh, fufu shishi preppy clothes there. All right. I wish I could remember the name of it. <laughs> so Can't get it there from here. Aren't aren't lobsters like the cockroaches of the sea? What the hell's that store? Anyways, aren't DMAC? I know you're trying to think of a stupid store. Aren't yeah. aren't lobsters like the cockroaches of the sea? Yeah, they crawl around on the bottom. They're they they uh, they're they're scavengers. They just feed off other dead fish. That that drip to the bottom of the ocean, uh, they multiply. Them lobsters, they uh, there's there's a lot of them. So they you know, they, they like multiply. to bang. Hey, they, uh, yeah. they yeah, that's right. Be uh, flying at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> it's funny though, because like you don't see PETA like getting mad at people for killing cockroaches, but you get mad at like killing freaking lobsters. No gets mad, Scott, at somebody eating a lobster the, the pita people do they're like that's somebody's father that's like another lobster's father uh, you know what you're gonna have to you're gonna have to show me some receipts on the pita lobster protein oh, god i'm not going to dmac this is the end this is the last time i'm gonna think about it jesus yeah. uh the, here's a, a reason why i don't ever want to go to florida an alligator in florida was found with a hu- with human remains in its mouth why would anybody want to live in Florida? It's disgusting and horrifying. Um, Florida is a, a magical world of misery uh, on so many different levels. It was for the Broncos this past weekend. And uh, human remains and an alligator. Uh, one less golfer. <laughs> God, what the hell? <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> That's so gross. Four months after changing the iconic name to Frank Mobile, the Wiener Mobile name is back. Were you concerned that this wouldn't happen? Yeah, I'm. Uh, that was actually a high priority of mine. I'm into all um, forms of um, sausage slash wiener slash hot dog uh, sort of theme vehicles. And if you go up 285, there's that hot dog place. You know, in particular, we have to. I fight. I go there three times a week just to shine up the bun. I stay away from the hot dog itself, but I focus on the bun that is near the exhaust because I think that um, vehicle's actually mobile. So no, it's it's a great um, a passion of mine, and I'm glad you brought it up. When you dress your dog, is it ketchup, mustard, relish? Would you put mayonnaise on there? Do you put on the ketchup, mustard, relish in any particular order? Yes. Uh, that work? Okay, so definitely you put on the condiments first. And I and recently I discovered the the beauty of putting mayonnaise on a hot dog. And then I put mayonnaise and I put a little stream of mustard. And then if I have it, I'll do some white onions. And then okay. that's and that's pretty much it. Maybe a pickle, maybe a pickle, but I like them diced up so that way I'm not like pulling too hard on it. Yeah, I like all that, and I take one bite, and it falls all over my lap. And sure, <laughs> I look like a, a 
pig. But mayo, you know, I have not, I've heard people are putting, I guess mayo makes sense. It is a meat product in a sandwich form, similar to like, you'd put mayo on a turkey sandwich or something, right? I mean, frankly, yeah. what's the difference? Yeah, and, and I put mayo on my burgers, everything. So, and I learned that from Hastings, Scott Hastings, because I went out to lunch with him once. We went to like a Philly cheesesteak place and he starts squirting mayonnaise all over the Philly cheesesteak. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, don't knock it until you try it. Quarterback Will Levis, who used to go to Kentucky, and I, I kind of forget where he is in the pros now, but he used to put mayonnaise in his coffee. Have you tried that? Uh, I did because that was like a TikTok challenge. And I was like, no way, that's good. And I got to be honest. If, if it wasn't so bad for you, I mean, it, it can't be good for you to just dump a clump of mayo in your coffee, but it actually tasted good. And that's what was concerning to me. And I know like uh, Schlereth puts, uh, at least when he was playing football, he would put butter in his coffee as well. What do you really? Wow. So gross. That can't be good for you. No, well, if you're trying to keep up on weight and trying to gain calories any way you can, I guess that that makes sense. But it, try the the mayo in your coffee. I didn't put anything else. It was black coffee and okay. a, a dollop of mayo and then stirred it up. And I was pleasantly surprised. Have I done it since? No, I haven't because <laughs> I'm judging myself when I do it. Like I'm full of shame when I drink it, but it's not bad. <laughs> this is how this podcast goes, right? I mean, we're we're hitting we're we're hitting it out of the park here on this thing today, right? Absolutely, Dmac. Okay. It, it's different though when I'm by myself because I'll just uh, I just keep talking and and just say random weird shit, uh, and then people are texting me in and uh, you know hitting me up, and they're like, "You are fucking bizarre," and I love it, so it's fine. It's fine. Well, who doesn't I love bizarre to huff? I do too. <laughs> Uh, an oscillating lumberjack ride in Canada's Wonderland theme park stopped working as passengers were 75 feet up in the air and they stayed up there for 30 minutes. This is like the, I want to say fourth, fourth or fifth story I've done this year in 2023 where people have been stuck on rides for 30 minutes or more and they're usually either upside down or they're just way up there. Dude, that is... Every time I'm on a ski lift, I have that moment of like, what if, you know, what, what, what if I had to get down from this point? Or I think that, I think that is actually terrifying. I, I think that is nightmare realm, terrifying spot. Never mind being upside down. I guess that on like those right. world sort of things. Yeah, man, that, that sucks, man. That is scary as hell. I, I just, I don't know how. Like if that happened to anybody I know or myself, I don't know how I could muster up the courage to go to a theme park and ride anything. Well, like was, was this in a theme park or one of these mobile, like we're in the, you know, the mall, we're in the Aurora mall today through Thursday. And then we're, you know, somewhere in Kansas next week. What, what place was it? It was called Wonderland theme park in somewhere in Canada. And, and oh. I, I know what you're saying, though, because like there are those traveling fairs and you see them and they're like kind of they're very rattly. And, and I'm like, my son will be like, we should go on that. I'm like, no, no, you're not. Right. 
How in the world do parents not do this uh, deductive reasoning about the, the fare that comes to one shopping mall parking lot to another may not have the highest standards when it comes to safety. I mean, like just bad parenting. That's what it is. Do you just assume if something's set up in a parking lot, it's safe? <laughs> I well, mean, I, 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 I'm not in this situation. Thank God. Cause my kids are, you know, drinking right now. Um, so, uh, but, but we used to avoid that stuff, dude. I, I, I wouldn't even take my kids to Elitch's and that's like a more established sort of place. Yeah. I, I just always had doubts about it. And how about, how about back in the day? Cause circuses really don't do this anymore. But back in the day when they would set up a circus with like elephants, just like in the, again, in the mall, was that safe? I remember growing up in Broomfield and right up the street, they had a traveling circus, probably the last circus I went to because now they're just, you know, they're, banned essentially because of the the animals which makes sense but i remember just walking up the street and then there's like elephants you know being led by you know a tiny little human and i'm just thinking if the if the elephant gets pissed off it's going to just destroy everything they even do that down at the renaissance festival they have elephants there and they rot and they ride them and i'm like yeah, and, and they and, and parents put their kids on there, and I'm like, and again, I'm like, nah, you're not going to do that. I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to encourage it too. It's just dumb. No, no, and I, just, boy, they still. I, I thought all that was done. I, I didn't think they did anything like that anymore. I, I did too. I was shocked. So you know, I got, I, I wrote up a sign and I started protesting. I was like, no more. And then they just kicked me out. They had one of those weird. Did you get a high five from the lobster protester? They're like, hey, high five. What were the <laughs> fucking elephants? Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. All right. We got more to come with Darren McKee. But real quick, Sugar Fire in Westminster. It's my go-to barbecue place. It's just off of 144th and Orchard Parkway. So just east of Huron, just west of I-25 on the south side of 144th. It's St. Louis style barbecue. And they got baby back ribs, beef brisket, pulled pork, burgers, turkey, all prepared to perfection every single day. And what you need to do is follow them on social media at Sugarfire Westy. Every day, Chef Clint likes to share what the specials are for the day, whether it's maybe a Bronco burger, which is a double cheeseburger, bacon, brisket, pickle, onion, and Texas hot sauce. Or, you know, sometimes they'll be talking about their burnt ends, smoked fried wings, all that cool stuff. Plus, they even have some amazing specialty sides, including uh, hash brown casserole, Brussels sprouts and sweet chili, cucumber salad, and smashed loaded potatoes. Sugar Fire in Westminster, again, by far my favorite barbecue place in the state of Colorado. It's family-friendly, perfect for date night, or even catering for those special family events like weddings, birthdays, holiday parties, you name it. Or maybe you got a big meeting at the office. That's where Sugar Fire in Westminster steps in. Go ahead, Sugar Fire in Westminster, just off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron. Got to follow them on social media at Sugar Fire Westy. Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. All right. Uh, which is more likely to exist for you, DMAC? I'm going to end with this one. Okay. Bigfoot, extraterrestrial life, also known as aliens, and they're on our planet, or ghosts. Which one of those do you think is more likely to exist? Oh, it's 
got to be uh, extraterrestrials. Got to, got to, got to, got to be. It's an infinite world out there, Scott. There, Do you think that they're on our planet? All right, so that's a different question. So let me just say, I, I think there's got to be some form of extraterrestrial life. We can't be the only things out there. But on our planet right now, to, to think that all of that would line up to be on the planet when you think about how vast the universe actually is, all right, you got me on that one because if you really want to think timelines and 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 how to find Earth compared to everything else when it's so infinite, I guess it's more likely that there's a mutated human that has just lived in the woods longer. I guess you know. I mean, so it's kind of it's kind of two things. Do I believe that there's other things out there? Gotta be. But do I think they're here right now? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if the earth is that special. I mean, there's a lot of places out there, Scotty. I've looked up in the sky. It's, it's fascinating. What's <laughs> I, God, I've seen interstellar twice. Then I watched a breakdown of what interstellar actually was. And I mean, uh, the, the guy was holding back on his daughter on purpose. It wasn't nice. And, um, so I'll go with the Sasquatch under your, you know, obviously crazily rigid parameters. Well, so you're saying that ghosts, no, you don't believe in ghosts then? Zero chance, zero chance of ghosts, zero. When I die, and if ghosts are real, I'm going to come back and haunt you. But it's not going to be like where you think. Go for it. You know, you know, you know well, well, how would you, go ahead, give me a preview huh. of how you would be haunting me. And if it's anything above a slight annoyance, I'd be shocked. Go ahead. Let's well, see, that's, that's. I would do something like something dumb, like you're like you're eating, and then I would just slap the fork out of your hand. Just right, go those, give me the ooh. Go ahead, I'm I'm eating, I'm drinking coffee. Go ahead, go. Then I just like stab you in the face with the fork, right? It's got to be violent. <laughs> we can't just have a laugh. You got to get up the back. Hey, all right. Let me ask you this: Why do all ghosts have to be angry? Why Why can't they just want like somebody to talk to? Well, they're dead. I don't know. Jesus Christ, that's why I'm saying it. It's just, I think it's funny to, to think well, about. Wait, wait, so you come back and you're all violent, stabbing me in the face as a ghost? I mean, what that's I hilarious. Um, you're You have a valid point because how many times do you hear the stories of like, you know, you have like a poltergeist thing? It's funny because yeah. every, every D, uh, uh, DMAC, every time I bring this up, I am very shocked the amount of people that one will relay stories to me about things that have allegedly happened to them and yeah. then and then two just like that that how they will defend it tooth and nail you're just like but there's no evidence oh my grandma told me this for ever since i was little and i'm like yeah but you don't have any evidence as much as much as i kind of joke about it and like how i'd come back and do something dumb it, it's one of those things where i i want to believe i personally haven't really had anything that i'm going Absolutely, one hundred percent. That's a ghost. Yeah, because because a, lot of, uh, a lot of grandmas didn't make it past the fifth grade. Scott. So, right. You know, I'm not trying to be mean to grandmas, but it was a, it was a different time. <laughs> they dumb. They're like, I swear to God, there's this 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 ghost that started cooking my dinner for me. I next thing I know, I'm eating. So <laughs> good. You're like, what? Do you think? Do you think the belief in ghosts is related all in a continuum continuum scale to education? Oh, geez. Wow. So you're saying dumb people believe in ghosts. I'm not I'm not saying that. 
I'm asking a question. That's the way I that's the way I read it. I'm reading between the lines. Well, you gave me the dumb guy accent. You, you gave me the dumb oh, guy. Oh, you're saying people from the South are dumb? Whoa, breaking news. Hey, you said you might have some uh, interesting news. Oh, yeah. Me. I am going to be on uh, 9 News today um, after 4.30 to talk about the Broncos with Tom Green and Kim Christensen. So that is awesome. I was on there last week, too, which was incredibly nice uh, for them to ask me. So they've asked me to return. So I will be on 9 News talking about the Broncos this afternoon. Wow. I um, I was expecting something more, honestly. I was, uh, um, I, I, what else can I share? I will be back in the mix covering Denver sports tonight. Um, and not, uh, representing a new outlet, but it's not Scott. It's <laughs> not here in Denver. In fact, it's not even close in Denver. Mm. I am, um, I have a, a pal who owns a radio station in Monta Vista. Have you ever been to Monta Vista or Alamosa? Yes, I have. They got okay. a great alligator farm down there. That's right. And I will, I'm working on coming back in a more prominent role uh, in Denver. I am working on that as, as time goes on, you know, things take time. Um, but I can do this right away and I'm going to help him out and be kind of the Denver sports reporter for a town that's four and a half hours away by vehicle from downtown Denver. That's a nice area though. And and anytime I've been down there, everybody's so nice. I I'm I'm actually quite thrilled to do it. The concept of of working in um, a smaller town has a lot of appeal. I grew up in a small town. People tried that with me in my small town. It did not go well. And um I'm I'm kind of digging uh that fact is you know I'm just trying new stuff here, Scott. You know, shoot, I was unwilling to talk to you for years, but I'm trying to do more fun things and be involved. And I love this community. I, 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 I'm sure you have felt this too from so many great people around here. You're deeply missed, my man. You're such a talented dude. Uh, you're so funny. And, you know, I have so much respect for you, Scott. So, you know, you're kind of a, a bit of an inspiration for me these days. And I so for everything you've been doing. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's uh with a little hard work and determination, DMAC, you can be just like me. I'm sure it could happen. Possibly. Yeah, bald. It's happening. Yeah, you are bald. Can I share one quick story with you? I know you're a busy guy. Uh, huh? not, not really anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, do you remember when we were in San Francisco covering the Broncos game? Okay. And, and there was one night where, because we – we were short basically one hotel room. So we kind of all had to kind of shuffle around. I had to share a hotel room with you. Do you remember that night? Oh man, I uh I I should have put it down in my diary, but 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 remind me why it's memorable to you. It's memorable because I was fucking tired and you wouldn't shut your fucking mouth while I was trying to go to sleep. And like you were sitting there talking. And it was all good conversation. I remember you were just talking to me about uh, what I do for the station and your thoughts on blah, 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 this, 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 and this. And like I was at the point where I couldn't keep my eyes open and you kept doing this. Duff, Duff, are you awake? And I'm like, huh, what? And then, then you would just keep going. And I'm like, holy crap, he's not taking the hint. But that... It, 
in hindsight, I should have just said, DMAC, I'm tired. I need to go to sleep. But you just were like little chatty Kathy because you got up later than I did, whereas I got up to run the morning. Show. Oh, right. Think about that. Yeah, why would they put us in the same room? That actually doesn't make a whole lot of sense right there. I don't know. Uh, Nobody wanted to bunk with you, I guess. You know, here's here's why I definitely don't remember that. Uh, I just don't shut up. So why why would why would that moment stand out more more than? Can you imagine being married to me? So um, all the time, all the time. Well, I mean, of course, that's more reasonable. Uh, I apologize uh, for costing you um, your beauty rest. That obviously had a dramatic impact. It has. Uh, if anybody's been beaten with an ugly stick, it's you know, uh, it's hey, bro, you gotta. This is so funny you bring that up. You have to at some point if you ever talk to Joel Klatt or have him on here. He was in. We were in Indianapolis, and um, there, there. Uh, I didn't have a um, an iPhone. I had a BlackBerry, and it was like him and I think maybe Evans and I was sleeping on like a pullout cot or something, and they were doing the morning show, and uh, I might have um trip the light fantastic um that particular night so i came back and and twitter was you know relatively relatively new all those years ago and i had a blackberry so everything with a blackberry was click 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 it wasn't just like silent or at least i didn't know how to silent so you can ask clat he said that entire night once i came back it was, it was this guy click 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 <laughs> click 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 <laughs> <laughs> like I was laughing to myself. <laughs> oh, re remember in New Orleans when my the very first Super Bowl I got a cover, we were in New Orleans and you lost your phone at the oh, bar. Of course I remember that. That was hilarious because you put your phone in the bathroom to charge in this busy New Orleans uh, bar. Yeah. And then, then all of a sudden you come back and sit down and you're all all irate and you're like, Somebody stole my freaking phone. Right. Where was it? Was it in your pants or something? No, it was in the bathroom charging. Like, why would you do that? And Scott, oh, well, you know, Scott, again, tripping the light fantastic on Bourbon Street. You know, <laughs> not a lot of logic going on right then and there. And do you remember? You're right about all of that. All of that. Do you remember what I did after in that establishment after I knew my phone was stolen? Do you remember? D didn't you get up on stage and play the tunes? I got on a washboard. Yeah. <laughs> I played washboard for like 20 minutes. And everybody thought it was cute and funny for like the first song. I wouldn't leave the stage. And, and so because I thought I was really doing a good job with the washboard. The band took a break and I thought we were all best friends. And uh, <laughs> they just walked away and I clearly was annoying them. So yeah. you guys left too. That was so funny. The, the band left. You guys left. It was just me with a washboard with no phone. That is that is a true New Orleans Super Bowl story. In my defense, I tried to stay, and everybody's like, Duff, just let him be. He's having fun. And I'm I, like, and I, like I don't want to lose our guy. I thought we were going to be on a, a smelly bus together to Baton Rouge for the next gig. I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't realize... I, I wasn't adding to it. I was annoying the situation. Then I find out anybody can play the washboard if you put five bucks in like the uh, in, into the jar. So um, so that I, that is I, that's funny you remember that. I definitely remember that. 
And it was, and then there was a whole rigmarole about getting a new phone and blah, 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 blah. Because you, you were using my phone to text your phone and you're talking to the guy. Do yeah. You that? And I'm yeah. like, I was like, I need my fucking phone back. Do you uh, yeah, he didn't care. Ah, uh, so crazy. So crazy. Yeah. Hey, good luck to everything in the future. There's a lot on your plate, I'm sure. Wait, we're uh, done? Then? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up. Is that fine? I mean... You don't. I'm not going to be on channel nine for another like five hours. Will you just, just call me later? <laughs> call. Hey, Mac, what's up? Hey, Scott. What's going on? I, I, my kids are, especially my son, he's 10, going to be 11 soon. And he has friends of the opposite sex and they have phone calls. And listening to them talk is very fascinating. And I'll be in the background and be like, ask her about this. Like, how's this going? Trying to help them learn how to communicate with people verbally. He doesn't, thankfully, he doesn't like the text or anything like that. So it's good. And he's, he's a very good conversationalist normally. But there's times where it's just, okay, she doesn't care about Minecraft. Okay. She doesn't care about, you know. What? What's your goal here? Helping him out uh, romantically. What's your goal? Well, just so he knows how to communicate. It does, I, I don't want him to be like, you know, you know, you got to figure out, you know, does she want to kiss or anything like that? No, I don't. I, he's not ready for that. Are you uh, sure? I Listen, I've had the conversations with him, if that's what you're talking about. I, I discussed this at an age-appropriate, uh, uh, you know, content. But the thing is, is what's fascinating is, just seeing how they evolve and you do have to kind of guide them into a little bit as far as how to communicate with people, because in this day and age, everybody's all about texting. It's See this, this, we get down this really weird road of like Scott to Huff is an expert on how to communicate with 10 year old girls. Oh God. That's not even how I was looking at it. Jesus. I mean, that's the story you just told. No, it's not. I'm saying it's communicating with another human being. And, and how, that other human being huh yeah why don't why don't you just let him why why don't you just let him do his own thing dad my god you just told you totally just destroyed my my uh you know confidence in communication with my son i yeah, gotta rethink I'm, everything now. i'm telling you just let him be he'll, he'll he's butt out that that's that's my advice for you okay. Okay. But out, and frankly you probably don't know what you're talking about anyway probably not Probably not. I tell him, like, if you want to learn anything about girls and how they want to be treated, talk to your mom. What? Yeah. That's, don't tell me how to parent. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, nine news, huh? Yeah. All right. I'll, all right. I'm, now, now, even I'm bored. All right. Well, oh, you're such a. You're a dickhead. Uh, all right. There you go. That's uh, Darren McKee, uh, also known as DMAC. You can follow him on social media. He's a big time Broncos fan. And he's drinking from his uh, Broncos mug. He says that uh, uh, the uh, everybody should be fired at the Broncos. Uh, yeah, I didn't say that. Oh, you should have. If anybody's going to go light on firing people, it's me this week. Yeah, that's true. You got sympathy. You know. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Not me though. I just you burned the whole thing down, and th that's the thing too. Real quick, the, there's no quick fix into this. It's it's going to take some time. Yeah, and I. Know, right. I there, I and everybody has their opinion on it, but honestly, we don't know. We don't know what's the best solution. 
because it, there's so much wrong. Right. It's not just one thing. It's actually a bunch of stuff, unfortunately. So to, yeah, it's not just one thing. That, and, I, tough, and I feel bad. I feel really bad for Broncos fans. Um, there's a history, Scott, unfortunately, of teams doing the circle the drain sort of thing. And sometimes, dude, it goes on for more than a decade. It has. The Buffalo Bills went 17 years between playoff appearances. The Raiders went 11. The Cleveland Browns are the Cleveland Browns. I mean, it's not an automatic that your team just gets better. So, got to suck it up. I would I would just urge Broncos fans to hang in there the best they can. It's, it's more fun to just sort of at least hope for the best than expect the worst. And, um, and at the end of the day, it's just sports. And uh, the Nuggets start soon. Yeah, and, and the Avs right around the corner. And the Avs, I'll actually be at the game tonight. I'm going to the uh, preseason game tonight. Sweet, so, sweet. So if you're at the game, oh, uh, and you see and you see Dmac, be like, oh yeah, you definitely don't have anything to do, right? <laughs> I mean, what what section should I sit in? <laughs> anyway, there you go. There's there's Dmac. Dmac, how do people follow you on Twitter? At Dmac Radio, and um, and I'm. I'm I'm terrible on Instagram. I got to get better at that. And uh, or people just send me texts directly because I give out my phone number. Wait, are you not on TikTok? You know, I I, I got to get on that. Right, I got to I got to get there. You right. should. You should. It's a weird, a weird platform. I will say this because I'm sitting there watching some stuff last night with my kids, just weird stuff, and I'm like, what in the hell are we watching? It was some guy who's like probably 20 years old. He has like a million followers. It, all he does is make horrible jokes. And he, like they're not even close to be funny. They're not offensive. They're just dumb. And, yeah. he's, in, and he's in a carrot costume. I'm, and my son's cracking up. I'm like, ah, uh, what are you watching? So that's the TikTok is so bizarre. And the, it is a an ultimate rabbit hole of just weirdness. So do it. Just do whatever you do. It, and you'll find your following, but it TikTok is bizarre. TikTok is bizarre. Well, thank you for that incredible advice, Scott. You're That's welcome. I, I'm here to give. Also, try not to get fired wherever you go next. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> try. Uh, easier said than done, my friend. There you go. That's Darren McKee. Oh, that was great. That was good stuff. Hey, you know what else is good stuff? Playing cornhole. Your friends and family come over. Boom. Whip out your cornhole. And the good times will begin. It's, it's, it just makes sense. Go to corntrickscornhole.com right now. That's tricks with an X. Uh, check out their amazing Colorado-themed cornhole bags. There's so many cool bags to choose from. You can even uh, personalize them, which would be awesome. Plus, they have legit shirts, hoodies, hats, even Colorado cornhole boards. And the boards and bags that you get here, this is pro-level stuff. This is not the cheap stuff that you get at a big sporting goods store. This is legit. Go to corntrickscornhole.com right now. Use promo code DeHuff, and you're going to get 15% off your order. And if you love to play cornhole, because who doesn't and who's good at it, maybe you, you need to prove it. The 2023 Colorado Cornhole State Championships are going down October 6th, 7th, and 8th. Get more information at corntrickscornhole.com. That's corntrickscornhole.com. That's corntricks with an X, cornhole.com. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. I really appreciate it. 
big thanks to DMAC for joining the podcast. I can't wait to see what's on the horizon for him. And whatever he does, you know he's going to knock it out of the park. And apparently I said something really mean about uh, DMAC. And and if you guys could find out what I said about DMAC that was mean, just let me know. I can't remember. And like I told DMAC, no hard feelings. (laughs) Okay? We live and learn. We all make mistakes. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Share it. Thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster, as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.